With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at RepcoService.com. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at RepcoService.com. Well, in 10 days' time, the uh, New Zealand cricket side, the Black Caps, will begin their tour of England on May the 20th with a four-day warm-up game against Sussex County side, of course, uh, followed by another on May the 26th against the first-class county sec- sec- select 11. That'll be the ones that aren't playing in county cricket, those available players at the time. Uh, that's all before facing off against uh, the now Ben Stokes-led England team beginning on the 2nd of June at Lord's. Uh, and then, of course, uh, going to Trent Bridge and Headingley as well. Five of the biggest names are currently playing in the IPL. We all know that. Uh, but uh, the rest of the squad that uh, Gary Stead has been able to put together uh, currently in Mount Monganui. Gary Stead joins us this morning, which is great. Steady, good morning to you. Yeah, morning, Smithy. How's the camp going? Uh, yeah, good. We we came in Sunday night and we had a, had a pretty big day yesterday. Um, and we've got another couple of days up here. Um, of training uh, before we we head away on Saturday and Sunday and a couple of shifts to, to get over to England. So it's all it's all snuck around pretty quickly, but um, it's great to to get the guys together again. They they had a couple of weeks sort of downtime, um, no no skill stuff as such um, before we got back in and ready for this. What is a very important tour for us. Okay, so obviously you won't quite know when some of the IPL players uh, get to England because of the fact of how far they go in the competition. So uh, what is your programme when you get to England as such? Yeah, so we, we'll have um, two or three days of training before we then go straight into a four-day game versus Sussex. Um, then we travel down to Chelmsford and have another four-day game before we, we have our first test. So one of the things that's been agreed between the, the ECB and New Zealand cricket is... Uh, that, that they won't have first-class status. And, and that's a little bit around making sure that our IPL guys, when they do come into the squad, still get the opportunity to get into the game and um, perhaps have some time in the middle, whether it be with the bat or the ball. So uh, I think it's something that will suit us uh, best in terms of just preparing everyone in the in the squad. I guess it's always a, a little bit of guesswork, um, being able to get them up to test speed here. How, how do you do that? I mean, a lot of them are very experienced test players anyway, but how do you get them from that white ball, um, you know, rock and roll style of cricket to uh, a, a first morning at Lords? Yeah, I think first thing is you are banking on, on the experience that they have and, and I guess the times that they've ad- had to adapt in the past that they can call back on that experience. But a lot of it will be getting them back into the nets, getting them into a red ball focus, getting them really clear on what their plans are in that format of the game as well. And, and I mean, when you, when you start talking about the likes of the Williamson, Conway, Bolt, Saudi, I mean, they, they have a lot of test match, well, 
not so much Conway, but a lot of cricket experience to call back on. Where mm. um, I have I have real faith in them that they they know where they need to be to be ready to perform. Right, one of the great uh, factors about going from uh, New Zealand conditions or the way we play the game in this country to the way they play in England is the cricket ball itself. I mean, a lot of people wouldn't quite understand the difference between a juke ball and a, a kookaburra ball, but there is quite a big difference when it comes to both batting and bowling. Have you been able to get juke ball practice, and what are the differences in your mind? Yep, we, we've got oh, all the balls we're here that we've got using in the mountain are jukes balls. Um, they certainly are a little bit harder on the whole than, than the kookaburra ball that we traditionally use, and that just means that they... Um, probably uh, stay in condition and swing just a little bit longer as well. Um, but there are still, I think there's, there's sometimes you can make too much of the Duke's ball and, and they still have periods of time where the, the wickets can become very flat over there and you have to make the most of those situations. Mm. But on the whole, I think our swing bowlers always look forward to um, to going to England to using Duke balls because it does just, just swing that little bit longer traditionally than what a kookaburra ball does. Gary, usually um, with yourself and, and uh, Gavin Larson, of course, who's uh, been doing the selecting role alongside you, uh, it's pretty much fallen into place because the way that uh, the guys have been playing, it's been a lot of consistency of selection, barring injury, etc. Uh, what, what kind of what kind of um, pad do you go to England with? Do you have an open mind um, when it comes to your squad of twenty, or are you pretty fixed in your ideas of when you drop the five off? Um, no, I mean, we, we have an idea of what that might look like, but also we don't want to, I guess, commit too early when you then don't see the form of people, you see the, what the pitches are like, what the weather's like, because that could have a, an impact on your, on your final 15 as well. But, I mean, we, we, you're right, we've had a reasonably settled um, group of players through the test match format in particular, uh, and I think no surprises in a way that we've probably done best in that format as well in, in that guys are secure in their positions and understand where they stand. And that's, the, I guess, the balance that you have in selecting teams and, and, and not wanting to, uh, I guess, rock that boat too much and give players the security that they feel that they, they might need. How's uh, Kyle Jamieson looking? He's looking great. Um, he's. I, I think the, the time... Off cricket has been really important, and I think last year was a great learning experience for Kyle as well. He he went to the IPL, uh, he then went across and played some county cricket and, and came back, and to be honest, probably was just a little bit off after that, and I think that's part of his learning. And, and some, sometimes what young players need to go through is they understand how much how much is too much, and, and I think Kyle reached that, that mark and, and now has come back fitter, stronger, looking great. The uh, inclusion of spin as well, um, quite often in English conditions, as you say, the, ball, the pitch does get flat, the ball doesn't do anything for you, therefore you have to revert to uh, other options. Spin has to be quite a viable option in English conditions, doesn't it? Yeah, I think so. Um, I mean, uh, we've selected Ajaz Patel, I guess, as our number one spinner in, in the squad, and um, and I would expect that he goes right through the tour and, and becomes a real option to play. Uh We'll also obviously do our homework on each of the grounds. So we look back to last year and we played at Lords. We had a full day rained out, but still got ourselves in a position to potentially win it. And, and I think they they tend to cut their um, pitches a little bit shorter here with, with grass than what we do. So ours look a, a real, I guess, green and lush-looking conditions. Theirs look shorter. So I think the, the footmarks become more pronounced and the 
spin bowlers definitely come into play faster. These are three grounds, um, historically, where we've gone okay. I think we've won tests at all three of them. Yeah, and that, that's great for us to be able to call back on that, and hopefully uh, some of the guys here in the squad would have had some of the experiences of those grounds, which I, I know they have. So, um, yeah, it's, it's unique playing in, in England, as you know, Smithy, all the grounds, some of them have slight slopes on them and getting used to that, and there's always that, um, I guess, wonderful feeling of uh, a really supportive crowds and stuff as well that, that get in behind the cricket and good cricket as well. So it's always a pleasure to play in, in, in these places. When it comes to uh, the wicket-keeping side of things, of course, uh, Tom Blundell's got number one sewn up at the moment. Uh, when you look to your final 15, do you consider Tom Latham a viable keeping cover in terms of finding the balance? Or have you just, in terms of test match cricket, ruled Tom out of it? Bearing in mind, of course, he probably all going well, and we pray for this, that Kane Williamson is available to captain the side. Yeah, uh, that's a good question. And, and um, probably when we look at Tom Latham, we say his, his value to us as a batsman is, is so high that we actually don't want to give him the gloves. So I think it's more likely that we would have a, a full-time second-string option um, in the keeping side of it in our final 15. Um, that obviously still has to be confirmed, but we don't really want to give... Mm. Tom Latham or Devin Conway for that matter any, any I guess extra responsibility where their runs for us in Test Match Cricket become so important OK let's look at the opposition um, and I imagine it's a little hard for you to do some scouting on them because I, I'm not even sure they know who they're going to have uh, at this point what we do know though is they've got a new captain in Ben Stokes who is a pretty upfront fighting sort of a cricketer yeah, absolutely, and, and I'm sure he'll bring that, that spirit to the England dressing room and the England side as well. Um, uh, ben Stokes wasn't part of their uh, playing 11 uh, last year. He was injured when we played them, so no doubt him just coming back into the squad will, will strengthen them up as well. But, yeah, he, he's, he's an up-front, in-your-face type cricketer, and, and I'm sure that he'll be asking that of his players, and, and it already signalled the potential returns of Anderson and Broad as well, so they will certainly be an experienced group that, that, that we are likely to face. Yeah, well, Anderson and Broad, that's another uh, interesting one because here you've got two guys, of course, at, towards the end of their career, but determined to go out on their own terms, and uh, here's an opportunity for them which makes them dangerous. Absolutely, it does. Um, look, we're, we're, we're obviously going to have some key matchups and, and some people that we have to nullify when in that test series and no doubt that there'll be there'll be two of them and they'll be I guess as you say extra determined to, to go and show that the selectors got it wrong in the West Indies for, from an English point of view um, so that does make them dangerous but look I mean it's the it's the hard thing about when players get to, to late in their careers as well and and, and um, you're never there forever and, and that's something I guess England have to work through and, and work that out with those players right let's uh look at uh, a couple of other issues. Have you been in contact with Kane? How's the elbow? I mean, it's the most uh, important joint in the country. We, we need to be updated on it. <laughs> yeah, he's going well. He's going really well. Um, he's spent some good time in the, in the nets and batting, and, and I think he's right on target to where we wanted him to be and expected him to be at this time. Um, I, I think the reality for us and for Kane is, is that we're going to have to ma keep managing this for a while, and that that doesn't mean that he won't necessarily play games for us. It, it, I think what it will mean is he will probably uh, just train a little less than normal, which I'm sure some of our coaches will be pleased about for their shoulders perspective. But um, look, it's, it's great. He, he's back. He, he's, he's 
looking forward to test cricket again and then I know last year was particularly hard for him to miss test matches. So you've got two players I understand playing county cricket. Will Young, I think, for Northamptonshire. Colin de Grandon playing a bit of cricket for Surrey. Any others in England playing cricket? Uh, they, they're there at the moment. Michael Brace was also over there um, with some club stuff up in, in the Lancashire League. Uh, so they will all join up with us and, and the IPL guys as they join from sort of Sunday onwards. So how does uh, how do you view Michael Brace? Well, he's uh, I mean he's not a, na- a new name to. Uh, domestic cricket in this country, a uh, very new name to international cricket. How do you how do you see his role within the group? Yeah, I mean, he, he brings... I mean, what the thing that, that's excited us the most is the shape that he, he gets on the ball. And I think he started his, I guess, career as a spin bowler very late. Um, mm. But he certainly he has massive big hands. He's a big, tall bowler. And, and Probably for us, we look at this as a little bit of an investment for the future as well to give Michael some experience around the test group. Um, whether he makes the final cut of 15 or not, um, we'll still have to wait and see. But we still, we certainly have some tours coming up in the future and, and, we, and we want to keep developing, I guess, our options to be our second spinner in the future behind HS Patel. Gary, uh, after the tests, of course, uh, what is uh, for the squad? Or you have to pick new squads, is that correct? Yeah, we will be... Uh, selecting new squads um, to go right through, uh, I guess, Ireland, Scotland, Netherlands, and then also a squad to go to the West Indies as well. Right, OK. Um, and that is predominantly for uh, white ball cricket, yeah? Yeah, that's all white ball cricket, Smithy. So in that, in that time, we will play, uh, I think there's seven ODIs and about... Uh, it'll be more. It'll be about ten T20s in that period of time. Um, so we're 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 doing it sort of tour by by tour basis, and there will be some changing uh, within the squad of players and of of support staff as well. Just to, I guess, loosen the load a wee bit. Some of our learning through COVID is is trying to keep players fresh for important times of the year, and obviously at the end of this year we've got a. A T20 World Cup where we want to make sure that we're fit and firing and have everyone fit at, at that time of the year. Gary, one of the things being talked about at the moment, in fact, uh, Brendan McCullum's name has been in lights as well, is the fact that um, he may well perhaps go in and help England out in terms of their white ball cricket as such. Uh, you do all, all three forms as a head coach. How do you cope when other sides are looking to split the roles? Um, yeah, I mean, not all teams are looking to split roles in that as well, and and it does have its challenges, but at times I need to take a step back, and, and you'll see at, at, at times, even over the winter, that Shane Jurgensen's likely to lead a tour and, and for me to step away for a while, and I think that's just developing your, your players within your group as well, and um, yeah, there's no doubt it, it is... It is uh, tiring and it's hard work, but it's also hugely rewarding as well, and... Uh, yeah, at the moment, at the moment we're still comfortable with the, the setup the way it is at New Zealand. Top five uh, for the test. Uh, well, we're looking at uh, Will Young at the top with Tom, and then what uh, Kane, uh, Devon Conway, and um, Henry Nichols. Is that pretty much how it looks? Yeah, I think that's how it's likely to look. I mean, they, they've been with everyone back fit. Um, yeah, they, they they have been our, I guess, incumbents in, in the in those positions, and um, and I think. It looks a strong-looking top order to me. Um, so looking forward to them getting in and, and batting and, and spending a lot of time in the middle. So that leaves, uh, obviously, Tom Blundell, uh, and then you've got your, your number seven spot, which um, 
I suppose is the one that you, you work around in terms of your spin option as well, not necessarily with the spinner batting at seven, but some sort of, uh, some sort of type of player at seven who can add to that balance with spin. Is that, is that how it sort of works? Yep, yep. Yeah, right on there, Smithy. So uh, that, that's how I guess we would view it. But I guess if we decide to go down the, the spin option, then we'd have to make a decision whether we either go with uh, an all-rounder in that spot or we go with, a, I guess, a batter light and, and go with front-line bowlers. So, I mean, I think traditionally in the in the last five or six years, the, the all-rounder's role has been a really important role for us in, in New Zealand. Um, a couple of years ago, we were, were forced into not having it uh, when, when Colin de Grondheim was out injured for about 18 months with his, with his bad foot. But... Um, Mm. Yeah, I guess that's the, that's the selection decision that we'll need to make when we look at the conditions and, and the pitch and, and work out what our final 11 seems best. How do you prioritise, uh, Gary? I mean, normally speaking, a, a Test match tour of England with Test Championship points at hand would be one of the great focuses of a year of cricket. But uh, then you look at, of course, the T20 World Cup, which follows on, what, in about five, six months' time now. So how do you prioritise? What, 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 is, what is your number one goal this year, or do you have one? Well, I guess it's just looking at each tour and what we can do at that time to get the best out of it. So whilst we're there for the Test Series, then our number one priority is to, to pick up as many World Test Championship points as we can and hopefully win, um, win Test matches there. And then we will, I guess, immediately once that's done, we'll, we'll flick into one day um, qualifying because we play Ireland immediately after that and they'll be... Uh, ODI World Cup qualifying games, so it's it's really just getting clear at the time around where our focus is, and that's why at times it is good to have some slight changes in um, personnel of the team, so so they they can come in and be nice and fresh around what the, what the goal is at hand as well. Well, Gary, it's great catching up with you as always. Nice uh, to get inside the camp and just see where everything's at. Uh, we appreciate your time this morning. Uh, travel safe. Play well, enjoy England. Uh, it's one of the great places to play cricket and watch cricket. So, have 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 a great time, mate. Thank you. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, mate. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.